Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends and Music. I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today are our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Hola. And on the board, our resident hee-haw historian, Sam. <laughs> That's me. Hey. on all day. <laughs> well, let's see. So we're going down a whole different road this episode, aren't we? It's country road. It's the country road, isn't it? It is. venturing into territory we haven't talked about before yeah so um this week's episode we're going to talk about some of the most rich and fertile areas of the music yeah the music lore yep we're calling this episode boot jacking why boot jacking well i looked up different terms for cuffing your carrot And I saw one one phrase was beat jacking. Ah. And beat jacking, the definition said, when you're masturbating to music with a beat, you go along with the beat. Right. Excluding country. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was trying to figure out, well, if beat jacking is masturbating to every kind of music except country... I think boot jacking would be good for country. They got to have a title for what they're doing. Yeah. No, exactly. But uh-huh. the problem is it's slow and you want to cry <laughs> <laughs> when you're jacking off to country or <laughs> polishing your banister. Uh, so anyway. But so, yeah. So we're going to be uh, traveling down some old dirt roads. I and mean, it's one of the oldest forms and genres of music. Mm-hmm. It's adapted and changed itself. It's been around for many generations and it transcends America. Right. I think pe- most people consider it American form yeah. of music. Mm-hmm. I'm using that term loosely. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge, <laughs> huge music fan of huge country music fan. I know. Yeah, we, uh, I really didn't even listen to country music at all. But later on in life, I started to kind of appreciate those older country. You know why? You can't get rid of it. It's like a cockroach. Yeah. It's adapted and the world will end and there's still going to be country music. Yep, that's true. Now, I think really when I first heard some country that I liked, it was when we were working at Sound Warehouse in Fort Worth. Yeah. And that Dwight Yoakam Man. album, Guitars, Cadillacs, Cadillacs. and Hillbilly Music. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we had to play all different genres of music on the record player there at the store, and they played that one, and I really liked it. Right. And then there's kind of some story to Dwight, isn't there? Yeah, so the reason why I was so interested, because they threw on that record, and I was like, why are we playing country? And I was like, (laughs) oh, wait, wait, wait. This actually is pretty good. Yeah. The story is that Dwight couldn't get a job playing in any kind of country bars Mm -hmm. because he said hillbilly. I think hillbilly then was considered very derogatory. Oh, yeah. And um, the only place where he could get gigs was in punk rock clubs. Wow. Yeah. So, That's really cool. Yeah, so the the cool kids liked him. Huh. And we're cool kids. We are. So, 
I mean, I like Dwight Yoakam. And I, yeah, I do too. That album was really fun to listen to. I love it. I have all of his albums, actually. Do you really? I do. Oh. That song uh, that he did with Maria McKee, you know, from Lone Justice. Yeah. Bury Me. It's like, bury me along the big sandy. You know, what? It's like, yeah, and it's a duet with... Uh, do you recognize that song? It does With me singing good. it poorly? No, I was actually <laughs> impressed. You you pulled me in with your singing. <laughs> Freaking love Dwight Yoakam. Oh, but that I is also cool. saw him at Will Rogers, uh, which is a music venue here in Fort mm-hmm. Worth. Yeah. And it was Buck Owens, Katie Lang, wow. and Dwight Yoakam. What? It was insane. The, the audience was the perfect place to people watch because... They were like punk rockers like me. I might have had a mohawk then. I don't know. Yeah. And then there were, you know, your regular country people wearing Wranglers and boots and hats. And still on the bucket list, I haven't seen Dolly Parton. I still would love to go see Dolly Parton. Yeah. You appreciate all those older country music. Well, um, the first time I heard a Hank Williams song, I heard Big Balls in Cowtown. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, what the heck? How is he getting away with this? Yeah. I mean, everyone's griping about rock and roll and what they're saying, and he's saying big balls in Cowtown will all go down. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Homeboy's getting away with talking about balls. Oh, my God. See? So, I know. That genre is actually really cool. What about Willie? Do you like Willie? Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate him as an artist. It's... It, it, to me, Willie Nelson is kind of like the Bob Dylan of country music because just, I mean, it's the voice is different, a little bit odd, but God, you got to appreciate what he's brought to the whole country music world and just his longevity. And I think you told me about where you even met <laughs> Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie's a character. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, we... um we being the toadies recorded our second album Mm -hmm. in Austin at his studio. And, um, when we were going to look at the studio to see if we wanted to record there, he was out floating in the pool. So there is a pool at the studio because it's at a golfing resort too. On one side is the golfing pro shop. Yeah. And on one side is the studio. And when you walk through the breezeway, Mm -hmm. you go right to the big giant pool. Yeah. And there's Willie Nelson floating on a blow up alligator. (laughs) Smoking the biggest joint I've ever seen. It's bigger than a baby's arm. Oh, and my God. Laying, floating in cutoffs, and he had a um, red, white, and blue bandana on. Oh, my God. Smoking a big, giant joint, and he floats over to the side to meet us. <laughs> and then introduces us to his little granddaughter. Oh. <laughs> Granddad's floating on the crocodile with a <laughs> joint. So. Man, you got to appreciate that. I love that dude. How down to earth. <laughs> yeah. Did that, you like the studio? Uh, the studio's good. Yeah. Yeah. And and just the freaking stories that have, have happened there, the people mm. who have recorded there. And uh, he had just gotten his platinum and gold records back. I guess people bought them back for him because the IRS took them. Oh, remember right. that when he was yes. going through all the tax stuff? Tax evasion. And he had just gotten all of his 
his golden and uh, platinum wow. records back. And so it was kind of like a celebration time. So we got to go look at those and they were up in the office. No wonder he was smoking a baby arm right. size <laughs> <laughs> on an alligator. Yeah, it was that. good times. That's a great visual. Can I jump in and just say, is there any way we can start a petition to designate Willie Nelson's birthday as an official Texas state holiday? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't that, that already happened? I wonder. It when really is his birthday? Should. April 29th. Wow. We got to do this quick. I, yeah. I feel so. like we got to do it quick. April 29th, yeah. 1933. Yes. He is 90 years old. Wow. Let's do it. Oh. How do we make this happen? Yeah. We need some uh, J-Lobes who know how to do petitions and whatnot. So if you're one of those, shout out. Let's do this. Let's, we'll help you. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Or Jeannie? We maybe, can make this happen. Okay, let's do it. I like it. Yeah, oh, that's a great right, idea. You're on. Let's do it. All I'm right. In. All right. We'll make t-shirts and everything. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. Yep. Well, oh. before we do that, let's talk about some country. Oh, yeah. How about that? Okay. That's what I think about when I'm in my country. Come on. <laughs> exactly. All right. So who are we talking about first? Have you heard of Toby Keith? Heard of him. Yep. Yeah. I've heard of him. He's more than just a guy with two first names, Charles. <laughs> you might not right, know that. Right. But he's also the guy that cuts off the sleeves of his cowboy shirts. Oh. And he plants his childbearing hips on the stage and bellows his allegiance to the almighty Red Solo Cup. Do you know that song? Red Solo, Solo Cup. Yeah. Red Solo Cup. Oh. I'll fill you up. <laughs> you know that okay, song? Okay, yes. So in the Red Solo Cup song... Uh, his lyrics mention testicles and the red solo cup really what? close together. And they're way, I, I just, I, I can't uh, see anything in my head. After I heard the lines with uh, the testicles in a song, I mean, just. I don't uh, quite remember testicles being. It is. Really? And um, all I can see now when I, <laughs> when I hear that song, because I get a vision. Yeah. Uh, some hillbillies teabag and some beer. <laughs> That's it. And I'm pretty sure yeah. that that's what the song is about. Although I'm really bad at being able to interpret song lyrics. Yeah. Like what it I means. Mean, I don't quite remember it talking about testicles. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's what it's about. It's about tea bagging some beer. Yeah. And, um, but right. you know, poetry it, is hard. I have it up here. I mean, the, the, the poetry of this is, is really. <laughs> It's like, it's like Shakespeare. Yeah, okay. It is in yeah. the very first verse, actually. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Now, red solo cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, testicles. tailgates, fairs, <laughs> and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles. See? Oh, Two close my. together. It's a teabagging oh, song. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. You, f- you feeling me here? I am. We all feel- I'm Toby and your Keith. <laughs> oh, wait. <Yeah. laughs> and then it goes on to say, if you prefer drinking from, or drinking, if you prefer drinking <laughs> from glass, hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. And in 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie oh. Mac can kiss my ass. Who's Freddie Mac? The mortgage. Yeah, it's a mortgage plan. (laughs) Hey, I don't know if this is just a spelling error, but they spelled testicles wrong on Google. (laughs) And they spelled T-E-S-T-I-C-A-L-S. 
<laughs> so I really hope in the song he pronounces it testicals. <laughs> testicals, right? <laughs> Fair. Now barbecue tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have any a pair of testicals. Testicals. <laughs> so it is Shakespeare. Wow. That's why I had trouble understanding it. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna have. Now I'm gonna have to take these lyrics and put them into Chat GPT and have it put it in iambic pentameter. Oh. Yes. That would be good. Yes. Testicle. I don't know what that means, but do it. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking over our heads. <laughs> so so when Toby's not dipping his bean bags in a brewski, <laughs> he's writing songs about his grandma. Well, yeah. I mean, writing a song about your grandmother, that's it's pretty nice, right? Yeah, it really is. Um, so if you listen to Honky Tonk You or Clancy's Tavern. Okay. Which is another song of his that I don't know. The cool thing is Clancy in uh-huh. Clancy's Tavern yeah. is his grandma. Oh. Grandma Clancy. Oh. It's her alias. Yeah. Um, she was a pretty tough lady, and she had to be to run a tavern, I'm guessing, in Oklahoma. Because oh, that's a God, true story. Yeah. But she dressed in men's clothes and carried a pistol like a badass. Damn. Like a sheriff. She was mm-hmm. like Sheriff Clancy keep an order in the town hell yeah yeah so uh, i'm pretty sure that she can make even a name like clancy tough you know but i love the way that keith pays uh you know this tip of the hat to his grandma you know he's paying homage to his grandma and um includes her in his song and i guess he spent a lot of time with her growing up so it's kind of beautiful yeah and the thing about that is she was pushing boundaries in the 60s Oh, so, right, right. Yeah, so grandma's gender bending in a big way, and huh. she paved the way for women to wear pants. Oh, man. Isn't that interesting? Like, especially a country artist, yeah. right? Because this is pretty progressive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing very progressive for Oklahoma. Oh, right. So y'all need to take a moment and hug your grandma. Amen to that. That's what he's telling us, man. Yeah. Like, take your testicles out of the red solo cup. <laughs> Just go and hug your grandma. <laughs> Um, even if they aren't a rootin' tootin' pistol packing cowboy, and just for fun, you should give your grandma some aliases. Oh, I think you know just to right. play along. I think um, Grandma Elmer, yeah, or Mima Leonard. <laughs> I don't know. I come up with some funny names. Yeah, to just kind of give them in a whole different character. Yeah. yeah, and then write a song about them and say they were in a tavern or something. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they're doing. Mine was never in a tavern. It would be probably more boring. My grandma, Eloise. Yeah. I don't know what I would write a song about. What's your grandma's my name? My grandma, Grandma Mabel. Oh, my God. You have so many stories. Oh, good God. But always in a garden. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have a story about my grandma. Oh, really? So my grandpa <clears throat> used to come up with tamale recipes, like come up with crazy <laughs> ideas. One weekend he came and he had like a big bag of pig's ears and he wanted her to grind them up and put them in the tamales oh really so she called me over to the kitchen she's like i need you to dispose of these pig ears (laughs) (laughs) and they lived they lived by a creek so i could walk out the backyard and there's a creek back behind their house and so um, i was like Screw it, I'll throw them like Frisbees. They were pretty big. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought I mean, pig ears for the dogs. Yeah, they're and, oh, giant. Oh, my God, they're huge. And so I threw it like a Frisbee out over the creek. Yeah. And two of them got stuck in the tree. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I believe it. And so my grandpa comes out on the back 
patio and he's smoking a cigarette and he was like, what's that up in the tree? <laughs> like, I don't know, Grandpa. That, I don't know. <laughs> My grandma's like behind us like, get him away from the yard. Get away from the yard. <laughs> so we had to climb up the tree later and knock the pig ears down so my grandpa wouldn't know that we didn't put the pig ears in the tamales. <laughs> Top that, Kobe, Toby Keith. Oh. Or Kobe Keith. <laughs> Way better than a tavern. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I think that's good. My yeah. grandma's pig ear escapade, <laughs> tamale pig ear. God, I was trying to think about having pig ears and tamales. Oh, yeah, we were all like, no, no, <laughs> don't ruin the tamales. Yeah, no. Exactly. And she was trying to figure out like, how do I grind them up? Because yeah. she didn't have a meat grinder. He's like, oh. eh, chop them up real thin. <laughs> <laughs> the guy at the meat store told me these. This is what the secret is. <laughs> That would have made a very interesting tamale, but you didn't have to go down that road. We didn't. I just had to climb up a tree with a just stick. Just throw and them like frisbees. <laughs> oh my God, that's a good one. Oh, now the one I'm going to talk about is old George Jones, the possum. I love him. Yes, the possum. The stories this guy would have. I mean, <laughs> the one we're touching on here is probably one of his most famous stories. We could probably do a whole episode. Just on George. Easily. But this one, I just loved finding out all the details about this. So George, he's so revered by all of country music, the community, because when he sang, he sang about how he lived, and he lived what he sang. It was all just about him and his experiences. And he was one of those that had major issues with alcohol and drugs. And he even became known as No-Show Jones. Oh, shit. <laughs> because in 1979, just 1979, he missed 59 of his book shows. Oh, man. <laughs> that shows how bad he was into drugs and alcohol. Now, he was a shy person just by nature. And he used drugs and alcohol to overcome the crippling stage fright and also kind of make the road life a little bit livelier. Okay. And so before he cleaned up and settled down, which he did finally, which is fantastic, he trashed hotel rooms just like the stories you hear of the British rock bands. He's a rock star. Oh, he trashed them to hell through TVs. He even once shot a bunch of holes in the floor of his tour bus. <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of, you almost think no one would want to be around him when he's like shooting his gun in the tour bus. So, okay, so they're on tour. They have holes in the floor of their tour bus. <clears throat> yeah. Like, what if it rains? They go over a puddle. <laughs> I have like all the muddy water in the middle of the tour bus. I know. Hopefully he shot it somewhere where no one stayed. So. Or back then they probably didn't have good toilets in the tour bus. So maybe you just. Or pee. he was just so out of it. He didn't, he didn't give a damn. <laughs> it's just all like, right. ah, look at the mud water. I'm going to shove my <laughs> underpants in this hole. <laughs> Clog up that hole. Yeah. All right. But uh, one story during his days of major struggle stands out. And it's the lawnmower story. I know this story and I love <clears throat> it. Oh, it's amazing. So in the late 60s, George was living in Texas, and this was during his time with his second wife named Shirley. 
So George was drinking so badly that Shirley, she hid all the keys to all the cars that they owned before she would leave the house. So that way George didn't have any way of going to the nearest liquor store in Beaumont. Oh, man. Now, the uh, liquor store in Beaumont is about eight miles away from where they live. So she was hiding them. He couldn't, he didn't have a car. She didn't think, I mean, he wouldn't walk eight miles for some liquor. No way. Well, there was one bad day. She's gone. All the keys are taken away. So he started tearing the house apart. And he was getting so pissed because he just couldn't find any keys to anything that moved. He didn't have any luck, and then he began to just kind of stare out the window, just longing for some hooch. <laughs> and he was staring at a light that was shown over the property, and there, gleaming in the glow, was a 10-horsepower John Deere riding mower Whoa. with the keys in the ignition. What? Yeah. So it was nighttime. It was. He was doing his evening drinking, and he'd run out, and he was needing it bad. So the lawnmower, at the most, would travel five miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> and so George proceeded to ride that lawnmower, and it took about an hour and a half on the main <laughs> road to get to the liquor store. Well, he did. And, I mean, the funny thing is, on the back of the mower, yeah. he had one of those signs that said... Gas, grass, or ass. <laughs> Nobody rides for free. And then he had checked off grass on the little sign. So there he is going down a main road on five miles per hour on a John Deere lawnmower. Now, the whole thing about it, too, is this happened again when he was then later married to Tammy Wynette. Yeah, they make a series out of that. Oh, Lifetime series. Oh, really? I don't know. They should. It'd be perfect. They should, right? I know. I mean, you could have so many episodes about this. But there was one instance where Tammy woke up at one in the morning and found that George was gone from the bed. Mm -hmm. She got in the car and drove to the nearest bar. That bar was about 10 miles away from where they lived. So she drives to the bar just knowing George has to be there. She pulled into the bar's parking lot, and there sat the riding mower right by the entrance. He had driven the mower right down a main highway. (laughs) And then when Tammy went inside, there was George. And when he saw her, he said, Well, fellas, here she is now. My little wife, I told you she'd come after me. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't want to ride the mower back. <laughs> well, I wonder if she just rode alongside him as he drove the mower back. <laughs> like pouring back a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and so the mower that George Jones used for this trek a couple times is actually currently on display at the George Jones Museum with pictures of him riding his beloved lawnmower. Oh, man. So was it the same mower each time? It was. It That's was probably the, John the most mower. miles ever on a mower. <laughs> and you got to wonder if you have to n- take extra gas yeah. to, <laughs> to get there. But he could make money on the way by mowing someone's lawn. Yeah. And like walking up to the door and like, hey, I mowed your lawn. Uh, 
<laughs> Actually, I didn't mow it very well. I like drew a penis in your yeah in your lawn. I cut out a penis. <laughs> I'm just wondering if he used the appropriate hand signals for turning or... (laughs) Or maybe they make them with turn signals now. Oh, my God. That would be great. And what about lights? I know. Do those things have lights on them? I hope so. Or mowing at night? Yeah. (laughs) Because he was on a busy highway. And, I mean, just the sight of that. I want to know what people thought when they (laughs) rolled up... This old drug guy hunched over the wheel of a John Deere. I know. Five miles an hour. (laughs) It's like, oh. Although in Beaumont, you know, that might be a regular occurrence, not just him. (laughs) So if it's someplace like Beaumont, maybe, you know, they're like, oh, it's another Papa's going to the mar. <laughs> All these lawnmowers passing each other. And, and it's like the guys on Harley Davidson's that signal each other. Uh, the camaraderie. You got John Deere guys. <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> John Deere for life. <laughs> I totally know what I want to do with my retirement. <laughs> oh, we can always ride together. Oh, on our mowers. Oh, man, it'll be so great. Oh, my Oh, you could God. get a sidecar. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'd have a basket in the front, put my little dog. <laughs> I just love the thought of a sidecar. I know, right? Wouldn't that be funny? Because you just detach that blower on right. the side and put your little, little sidecar side on. <laughs> you have your dog with glasses on. The dog's got a flask. And with helmets. Oh, <laughs> or, yes. Yes. I'm telling you. That's but good. have the John Deere logo on your helmet. Oh, <laughs> have a green and yellow helmet that you wear. Deer or die. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> we can. Oh man, we can have a gang. Uh, right, right. Run out and do like wheelies and make the Dallas cops chase you. Have you seen those <laughs> where they shut down the tollway in oh, Dallas and God. and all those yes. motorcycle guys are doing wheelies, but you're on a John Deere. Oh my God, that would yeah. be so good. <laughs> That would be the most boring. <laughs> the most Just boring little cop circles, chase. Little <laughs> circles, yeah. And <laughs> try to tip it. <laughs> Wait, I have a light riding lawnmower. Am I the only one with a riding lawnmower in the crew? Where's the closest bar to your house? <laughs> <laughs> I will happily loan my lawnmower to you so that you can make that dream happen for yourself. Welcome to Mower Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't push it. We drive it. Oh, so oh. you've got a story now oh, about boy. someone who's been in the news lately. Yeah, man. Uh, my next story is about the latest country lightning rod. Um, <laughs> and some may say that he put the cunt in country. Oh. That's Jason Aldean. Have you heard of him? He's been in the news a lot. He's got a new song called, or it's newish, called Try That in a Small Town. Okay, I've heard this. Yeah. And, you know, Charles, like I said before, I'm not really good at interpreting songs and what they mean. But I did listen to this song, and here's my interpretation. Why would anyone want to try sex with animals in a small town or a big town? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you write a song about that? Right? I mean, come on. Um, yeah. Now I know why people are big mad about this song. Because he's having sex with an animal? Yeah. Farm animals. Not, a, not just one. It's like animals. It's like... Like, try that and on this little tiny town farm. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, taunting people, like, 
Try that in a small town. <laughs> you know, like, no, dude. I'm not coming to your little town and holding a chicken in my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> like if an egg can fit in there, why can't I? I think that might be a lyric. If um, an egg can fit in there, why can't I? Yeah, I think he said that. <laughs> <laughs> but before Jason tried to make sheep sexy yeah. in a little town, he was just a simple country dude with a finely coiffed beard. This yeah. guy looks like George Michael from, you know, the oh, Gotta Have Faith days. Okay. You know, where he shook his yeah. hips and he had that really nice five o'clock shadow, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Perfect beard. trim. Yes. So Jason's really into grooming and manscaping, but not just his face. Everywhere. He okay. frequents the best spas in Arkansas and he gets the full body manscaping. So one day his regular guy was unavailable and he had an alternate groomer. That can happen. Right? Yeah. I mean, you usually want your person that you're used to, but he found an alternate groomer. And um, while Jason was getting groomed, uh, he used this quiet time to chill and meditate. It's his self-care time. You know, because probably stressful after touching all those chickens and goats and whatnot. Yeah, right, right. right. (laughs) (laughs) So when his appointment was over, he got dressed and took off, and he was meeting some of his buddies in... uh, the springs there in Arkansas, the hot springs. Okay. They go and take a soak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? I going to take, take a, a soak? soak? Going to take a soak <laughs> <laughs> with my buddies. So after this, I want to invite you to go take a soak, Charles. I mean, maybe you want to. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> in the hot springs. Go to King Spa and take a soak. Yep. yep. Uh, so after a few minutes of soaking, he noticed that there were some families were giving him the side eye and they were pulling their children out of the water. Okay. And he was like, okay, what's going on? Maybe they don't like my music, whatever. But yeah. then his buddies started laughing and pointing at him. And they were going, dude, you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he got out, goes to the bathroom, and he looks in the mirror. He looks over his shoulder. And yeah. on his back, in his back fur, <laughs> oh. someone had, someone, uh-huh. uh, the groomer, had cut a perfect cock and balls into his back Excuse fur. Me? Yeah. Yeah. He had a perfect cock and balls. <laughs> Shaved into his back fur. <laughs> oh my god! So, I'm guessing that the man shaver probably is no longer working there. Yeah, it probably yeah. wasn't a good prank, right? Uh, but uh, hey, uh, if you're listening, man shaver, yeah, give us a shout. We, we're you're a hero to us. We love you. I respect your art. <laughs> his back was his canvas. Yes. Yeah. Right? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And what a place to have it realized at the hot spring. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> you're like splashing with your buddies. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're no, you. frolicking in the right. water. Yeah. You stop splashing. No, you. And then the family's like, what the hell with the cock and balls? <laughs> Turn your head around, Junior. Don't look at that. Oh, only in a small town. <laughs> have you ever been to Hot Springs, Arkansas? No, I haven't been. I actually wanted to go until I heard this story. <laughs> you don't want to be exposed to that at the hot springs. No, yeah. no I was going to go down the road. Um, you can camp and dig up crystals oh, and then go yeah. to the hot sp- springs to uh, unwind. Oh, So okay. if you want to come, I got the sidecar on my mower. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any back fur, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> safe. should be okay. Totally safe. What? Is it really that time? Yeah. 
Oh my God, we've taken a trip down a country road and now we're getting to the Lone Star salute. This is my favorite part of the show. Yeah, it is really good. It is. It's it's very touching, very warming, like a yeah. hot spring. Totally like a hot spring. Yeah, yeah. A hot spring on a cold day. Oh, uh, well. So what is the Lone Star Salute? Well, the Lone Star Salute is where we talk about one-star reviews. Anything about music. Okay. Could be about albums, clubs, concerts, just Perfect. anything like that. And the one stars seem to be the ones that are the most entertaining. For us. God, it'd be so boring if we did all the five star reviews. If no you one liked likes everything. Yeah, no one likes good news. Milk toast? No. They want to hear about something that sucked. So make yeah. it spicy. Exactly. And in fact, the keeping with the country flavor, I've got one that's a review about a club. And Ooh. it's a club owned by Florida Georgia line. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So this one, a one-star review, starts as, The asshole bouncer, whose breath smells like dirty baby butt, <laughs> kicked out the birthday girl because she was dancing to the lame music and tripped over the wheelchair behind her. <laughs> it made a terrible experience. There's so much going on. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like you have to reread it because you're like, you're getting one image and then you're like, where the fuck did a wheelchair come from? <laughs> and then they go on to say, we won't be going back and we won't be recommending it to others. When I first walked in, I mean, we've got enough to work with a one star on this yep. one, but they're going into a whole nother deal here. When I first walked in, a guy projectile vomited all over a girl walking by. The bouncers watched and did nothing about it. And then she closes with, Vomit King got to stay, but Birthday Girl got kicked out. Good luck keeping your terribly run business open. So really, we have lame music, wheelchairs, vomit on the floor, and... Bouncers that don't give a damn, whose breath smells like dirty baby butt. Right. How did that happen? How did his baby butt breath happen? Uh, I don't. And then there's a birthday girl. So it's hard to <laughs> decipher all the things, and there's so many red flags. But yeah, I'm. What about the wheelchair? Like, did did the birthday girl like I know. injure a handicapped person? I don't know. And it's just like mentioned in person. passing. Like, it's expected that a wheelchair is at a Florida Georgia Line club. Well, it sounds like she tripped over it. Like, I want to know if someone toppled over. Because, I mean, if that's what Birthday Girl did, Birthday Girl needed to go. According to this, she was dancing to the lame music and tripped over the wheelchair. <laughs> so Maybe someone tripped her purposefully. Yeah, maybe they were. Are they blaming the person in the wheelchair. That's what I want to know. That's uh, That could be. Maybe it was the moment where they do wheelchair dancing. You know, I have a good idea. Anytime anyone leaves a review, it should be like Twitter or Facebook where we can ask them questions. Yes, or delve further respond, into it. Right, yeah. or like. Mm -hmm. no, I like this one. Or laugh at it. That's what we need because oh, yeah. I have a lot of questions for these people. This can't be just described here in these two little paragraphs. Yeah, there's more to that story. This is a, a series. Well, you know. I got, I have 
a very good review. Okay. Very good meaning one star. Tying it back up. Yeah. Jason Aldean. Oh! And this is a review of his show in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, okay. And our person says... Is uh, this from 2014, The Notorious? Gosh, I don't know. Was he 14? Yeah, let it go, because I think this might be my favorite review of all time. Oh, I don't know if this is it, because to me, this isn't like the best thing I've ever read. And I have more questions about this review. So here we go. This person says, terrible show, exclamation mark. From the lighting to the stage performance, it was horrible. His songs ended so abruptly, almost like the power went out. The lighting never focused on any of the band members, and at one time you could hear Jason sing, but no clue where he was on stage. And the audio was lousy. There was $120 a seat, and it was a whopping $65 for three beers and popcorn and $40 to park. Absolute (laughs) sin. So... Have you ever freaking eaten popcorn at a I concert? I was just about to say. What is this, a freaking movie? I mean, it's a circus, but... <laughs> <laughs> so peanuts. I guess peanuts and popcorn. <laughs> Get your peanuts. <laughs> Get your so I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've never been like... Oh, God, I hope they have popcorn at the show tonight. Ooh, I'm going to get nachos and go in the mosh pit. (laughs) 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 You know, getting popcorn, that's a movie or a t-ball game. This isn't like going to see a concert. I mean, I can understand the beers being that high price, but... Oh, my God. Needing popcorn. Uh, I show up and, where's the concession stand? Yeah. Not enough butter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting me a Frito pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Sam, which which, uh, review of Jason Aldean have you seen? Can you find that one? No, I just remember it. I learned about Jason Aldean because in 2014, it may have been Cleveland, they wrote a scathing review, and the line I remember was the newspaper said, Jason Aldean makes Madonna sound like Miles Davis. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah, I forgot to read that line. <laughs> right after the popcorn, it says that. <laughs> oh, that oh is a good God. one. I can see why you like that one. Yeah, well, it made national news because I think it was Live Nation who was sponsoring the tour. They threatened to pull the advertising from the newspaper if they didn't pull the line out. So it became one of the things where the owner had to kind of decide between, you know, is he going to embrace censorship to not have to fire his employees or stand his ground and have to let people go. So he he eventually did censor the review. So in my mind, ever since 2014, Jason Aldean has been like the figurehead for just being a complete piece of shit human. Oh, for what a long a time, move. you've thought right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little did you, little did you know he's going to write an album about farm animals. <laughs> I, I didn't think it could get worse, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so I guess at this point, we kind of go over what we talked about. Right. Whether it's a jackalope tail or not. So the first one was the guy with two first names, Toby Keith. Yep. Red Solo Teabag. Yep. The story about Clancy, his grandma, is true. Yeah. He talks about it in several interviews. Yeah. I don't know all the other colorful stuff, if that's true, like teabag and a beer. Yeah. But, I mean, listen to the song yourself and you make... you Testicles in the beer. Yeah, you tell me. And it would be sad because you ruined a whole beer. Yeah. So it sounds like it could be a country song. Yeah. So So I think it's true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then next we have George Jones and the John Deere. And with all that's been talked about with that, he even talked about it. They've got the lawnmower in his museum. I think the bar that he even went to has a picture of him riding the mower (laughs) in the bar. So It's real. It is. It is. It's really something that happened. I always wondered about that because it's such a brilliant story. So. And I'm so glad that it is a true story. I am, too. Because it's, it's that good. <laughs> that was George going by. He's in heaven. Five miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got old Jason. Well, I mean, read the newspapers. Yeah. He's everywhere right He's now. everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to trust us at Jackalope Tales to get your news. Just read up on him. Yep. So um, Jason Aldean had a cock and ball shaved into his man fur on his back. At the hot spring. At the hot spring. (laughs) Well, it happened like further down and then he went to the hot springs. And then he went to the hot springs. And offended children and small animals. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what he seems to do. Right. (laughs) It's a jackalope tail probably. I don't know. I, I mean... If, if you're the groomer guy, call us and let us know. Verify this because we want to hear from you. And guess what? We probably have some kind of trophy or something for you. Oh, yeah. You know how to hit us up on the socials. So please do. Slip into our DMs and tell us about the cock and balls that so you So we can change it from a jackalope tail to a legitimate tail. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. We're at the end of this. Oh, another one done. Yep. Uh, it was fun. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate y'all. And check out Jackalope Tales on all the socials. Definitely. Subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a Jackalope Tale? <laughs> Fucking donkey. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell did you do to my cow? I tried it in a small town. Don't do that to my poodle. 